everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? I'm mostly growing by resting because just got home a couple of days ago from being at my other home in North Carolina for a couple of weeks, and it was super fun, but definitely tiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and school starts back in six days, so I'm just really working on getting myself like centered and mentally and emotionally prepared to like go back to work. I cannot believe school is already starting. Like it feels like it should be another month away. I completely agree. I think we should start a petition to make school not start for another month. I feel like August weather-wise is like full summer, but I hate Mm -hmm. that people start to like transition back to school and start thinking about fall. I'm like, I can't even think about fall until at least September, really October. I know. (laughs) Right. But yeah, so I'm excited a little bit. I'm starting to like get excited a little bit, which is good. I need to have a little pep in my step about it. Yeah, that's true. What about you? How are you growing this week? Well, I'm also coming off of a busy season, seeing a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. I have also been doing a little resting. And I found this app that I have been working with called Bearable. And Mm -hmm. it's where you can like track the variables in your life to like, so for me with my insomnia, I can track all of the variables, like how much I sleep, what I'm eating, what supplements I'm taking, even things like you know, your level of mindfulness or your level of productivity, like those types of things that go into like your mood and all of those things, it tracks all Mm -hmm. of it in one place. So I can kind of see where my motivation level is, where my sleep level is, and it's all in one spot. I really like it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I feel like you would be able to like track patterns or like see patterns after you've been like filling it in for a while. For sure. Yeah. So And yeah, it allows you to track your like, quote unquote symptoms. So even things like I have my acne in there, so I can see kind of like what I've been eating or like how I've been sleeping Mm -hmm. and whether that is impacting things like that. I love that. Okay. Is it user friendly? Yes. Do you like the layout? It's really great. I never, I feel like I never say this about apps because I usually, I come from software. So I usually have at least a few complaints, but it's really good. I'm really impressed. How did they rate? like productivity and mindfulness and stuff? Is it like on a scale? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it I think that one's one to five. And then like, when you track your mood, you put in on a scale of one to 10. And then you can also choose keywords. So like if you're having a meh day, that's listed as a keyword or like good or great or tired or you know, there's all these different like descriptors, which I feel like is great. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you need like a few descriptors to really describe your mood. It's not just like I'm good. It might be like, I'm good and I'm tired, or I'm good and I'm excited. Those are two different moods. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I like that. Okay, I'm going to download it. What? How do you spell it? Bearable. B-E-A-R-A-B-L-E. Okay. Is there a picture of a bear on it? There is. It's the icon. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Just so on the nose. Mm -hmm. So that's me. Okay. So to be totally honest, I wasn't 100% sure what we were going to talk about today until I looked at our (laughs) our notes. And Mm -hmm. I saw that our topic is home renovation, which is great because first of all, it's a topic I'm very passionate about. And second of all, we are both very tired. And this is going to (laughs) be such a fun and easy topic to discuss. Yeah, I feel like a couple weeks ago on one of our episodes, we were talking about how we love that we are both really honest with each other about like where we're at mentally and emotionally and all those things when we record or sometimes we push it because 
Mm -hmm. The other one isn't feeling it, but it ends up being that we're like always aligned. And so this was just like another, another reminder of that of like, oh, we're on the same page. Like we're both really tired. We're not in the headspace to do something (laughs) that's like really hard to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about this today. So tell us about your experience with home renovations in general. I actually want to hear, I want to hear yours first because I'm not familiar with what yours is. Okay. So although this is not home renovation exactly, I feel like it's worth mentioning that my dad owned a furniture store with a couple other guys pretty much my entire life. So I really grew up like around furniture. It was in the Hickory Furniture Mart. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Such a a famous spot. Fancy. And I always felt really cool going there because I got to go back like through like the back entrance where like the people that worked there went through and get on the yeah. service elevator and all that. So I felt really cool doing that. And I used to actually have a dream that I would have a sleepover in my dad's furniture store. And oh. I was like, I'll just sleep for like 30 minutes in every single bed that's in here. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and that never came to fruition, unfortunately, but I really wanted to do it. So I think I've been interested in like home and design and that stuff like my whole life because it's just kind of been like a part of our family. Mm -hmm. Um, And now my oldest sister works for a furniture company in Dallas and does design work for them. So it's still hanging around. The only home renovation that's like a true blue home renovation is when I was in high school, my parents, we moved out of um, the like house I grew up in and... A couple years after that, they decided to redo the kitchen. And it was something that had been talked about for a while, but it was one of those things where like one day, I think I was home from college, maybe in the summer, I don't know, just a weekend or something. And I was like, we need, this kitchen's crazy. It was truly atrocious. Like (laughs) I, if I had a picture of it, I would post it. it. Half of the floor was like purple carpet. Oh my God. Yeah. The other half was like this yellow and orange checkered linoleum. That's really terrible. It was hideous. We actually, sorry, mom, if this is embarrassing, but we entered into HGTV's Worst Kitchen in America. Oh, that's contest, really and we smart, made it, though. We made it to the top four. Wow. <laughs> wow. HGTV came to our house. I came home from that's college crazy. to like – I know. They like interviewed us, but we had to submit a video and I was like in the video and I was walking around opening these random doors that were in there just to show like how unfunctional this kitchen was. Yeah. So we almost won. And they said when it got to the top four, they were like, it honestly isn't really about anymore. Like who has like the worst kitchen. It's more about like what, how good of like a transformation they can make. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so the person that won um, was actually from Charlotte. Oh, cool. I so mean, that's such that a fun guy, fact. I'm pretty sure anytime anybody asked me for a fun fact, I would say that. <laughs> okay, maybe I should start using it because I, I always am like, I don't know what to say. So I think maybe after we didn't win that, it was like, okay, whatever. Like this kitchen is so terrible. It has to go. And my dad just literally started ripping cabinets out. Like it was so, it was just like super spontaneous. We were like, that all right, is- let's just do it terrifying to me. That is like, as a person who has done a kitchen renovation, that is not a thing that you do. Yeah. I think my mom was like, uh, what is happening? And I was like, this is so funny. And I was super into it. Um, 
And then we went to Ikea and went shopping for cabinets. And now we have a really lovely kitchen uh, where my mom lives. And so that's great. But I think I had this image that doing a home renovation was going to be just like completely fun and awesome the whole time. And that was an, an incorrect uh Well, especially if he didn't plan it, because I feel like, especially with a kitchen renovation, you have to plan so that you can make it as short as possible. So you're not like eating out for months on end. Mm-hmm. And so initially I was like super into it and super invested and had so much fun, like looking at countertops and all of that stuff. And then when it started to get into like the nitty gritty, I was so even though it's like I wasn't even making these decisions. Like I was like giving my opinion if asked or mm-hmm. not asked probably. But <laughs> um, but I wasn't the one like making all these decisions of like where should this go and what type of hardware should it be and what do we want to do with the floors and blah, blah, blah. And I like just listening to it, I was like this is a nightmare. Like I, I would get decision paralysis probably. Um, I don't know. It You're was very indecisive, though, so I, I get that. That is true. I am very indecisive. Yeah. And there are big decisions, especially with the kitchen, because you don't want to have to redo that in, you know, five or ten years. Yeah, especially on, like, big stuff, like countertops or mm-hmm. cabinetry and, like, all that stuff. Like, you know, changing out a light fixture isn't that big of a deal, but... Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, like, that's my main experience. Also, quick other plug for my mom. She went to a class and taught herself how to tile. And so the bathroom renovations that they also did, um, my mom did the tile work. That's amazing. I know. Thank you. Way to T- go, mom. Tile work is tedious too, so good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Give us all the deets on your home renovation history because it's lengthy and I'm ready for it. I don't know that it's really lengthy. So Bracy. Okay. It's in lengthy. the last <laughs> few years I've had a lot of experience. But like growing up, my parents weren't like DIYers. My mom was really big into design. She was very good mm-hmm. at the design portion and she was good at, you know, DIYing things like painting a room or whatever. But they didn't do like big renovations when I was growing up. When I was a freshman in college, they moved into the 60s ranch that they had that was really, really cool. And they mm-hmm. did renovate that house, but I wasn't there for a lot of that. I just got to okay. see like some of the d- design process and then I would come home from college and be like, wow, this looks really great. And so that was fun, but I wasn't very involved in it. Okay. And then I've always been crafty and like, a, you know, can figure things out for the most part. So, mm-hmm. you know, post-college, I would do things like paint furniture or paint a room, but I, I still wasn't doing like what I would consider a home renovation. I wasn't even doing things like changing like fixtures or hardware at that point, especially because I was in rentals at that point. Yeah. But then I met Seb and he's very handy. And so, and he also had the tools. I think that was a big part of it too. He had tools that I could actually use to do things. So I think the first thing that we really did together was build a set of bedside tables. So I designed them and we kind of did them together And that was really fun and very satisfying. I just, both of us get a lot of satisfaction out of like seeing a project through from start to finish, especially something Mm -hmm. that we literally create out of nothing that's like extra fun. So I feel like from there, it kind of snowballed a little bit because not too long after that, 
I bought my townhouse, which he had, he already had owned his at that point, but it was a pretty new build. And also it was like, I think we've mentioned this. It was like three floors with barely any furniture and nothing on the walls. And like, it was just mm-hmm. very plain. He, he wasn't interested mm-hmm. in like putting a lot of personality into it. So when I bought mine, I was like, let's change everything. <laughs> Not really, but kind of. Um, okay. So, you know, I painted pretty much every room in the house. I swapped out the, uh, like, the plugs for the electrical because they were, like, the yellow creamy color. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. those got changed to white. So just basic stuff like that. I, don't, I think we changed a couple of light fixtures at the beginning. Actually, I know we changed the light fixtures because in our guest bedroom in that house, the ceiling was vaulted and... One day I was at work and Seb happened to be there for some reason and he was changing out the ceiling fan in there and he had stacked like two ladders on top of each other so that he could wire the light. And I was like, this is stressing me out to the max because if you fall, I'm not there to like help you. To like call 911 when you absolutely break something. Yeah. And luckily it was fine. It was not his best idea, but he was fine. So Thank goodness for that. Oh my but, gosh, that's terrifying. Yeah, it was really scary. I was like, please don't do that. But he had already done it. So I was like, okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, so what really got us on the home renovation portion, not just like small DIYs, was we had a plumbing issue in that house. And one of the pipes out to the road got clogged, which backed up into the downstairs toilet and overflowed. So some of the floors had to be redone. Mm-hmm. So we were like working with my insurance company and all of this stuff. And we were, we ended up having to redo all of the floors in the first floor of that townhouse. So I was like, okay, well, if we're going to do this, mm-hmm. if we're going to have like all of this disrupted down here, we might as well do the kitchen renovation while we're doing it. So right. we opened up two walls. We took out all the cabinets and countertops and we had them come in and do the floors and um, take out the walls. So that was the, the, those were the two things that we didn't do ourselves. Uh, They had to put a header in the kitchens to open up kind of between, we had a pantry laundry room combo down there and we opened that up. So it extended the kitchen a little bit Mm -hmm. and then we did Ikea cabinets. So we put those in ourselves and we had countertops installed, obviously Seb did the plumbing, which, Plumbing is like the hardest thing for him to do, but he learned a lot because I remember that year we were hosting Thanksgiving for his family and he was like trying to get the sink in so that he could cook Thanksgiving dinner. Like he, I think he finished it like the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> he was really motivated. He, I think that week we went to Lowe's like no lie, like seven times because we knew we had, we were under a deadline. We had to get it right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so that was our first big, like, quote unquote, renovation. And I feel like we just caught the bug, you know? So when we went to move, I was like, I want something that we can fix up, which is exactly what we got. (laughs) Big old Betty. Yep. She's the best. Also, you did not mention the bed that you and Seb made. That's true. We did make a bed. I think that was... That was after I moved into my house. We uh, built that shortly after because... I had a queen mattress and we upgraded to a king and I love this bed. I'm literally sitting in it right now. It's my fave. You guys, I remember very vividly like seeing this bed for the first time and I was like truly blown away. I was like, I don't know what I was expecting, but when people are like, oh, I built a bed, like 
I don't know. I just wasn't expecting it to be as like drop dead gorgeous as it is. I was like, holy cow. Like, this is crazy. Also, it was so big. They had to like take it apart and put it together in the bedroom because it wouldn't yeah, fit. That's for sure. <laughs> the yeah, there's no way. It's, yeah, that. I mean, it's a king size bed. It has a footboard and a headboard. There's no way it would have like gone up and down the stairs by itself. But I will say that I think that the bed is the thing that I'm maybe most proud of that we've made like furniture wise because mm -hmm. it, it, I think it's timeless and I don't know. It's just beautiful. He it's planed so all of the wood, so it's very square, and I used a dark stain, and I just love it so much. Yeah, it's it's fabulous. Yeah, so since we moved into this house, we've done a fair amount. And oh, the other thing, too, that I didn't mention in the old house was I tiled the backsplash in there. So that's my, my experience tiling. Okay. You and my um, mom can talk about tiling sometime. Yeah, maybe we could take on a project together. Um... At this house, we've done, we've laid floors upstairs. We have removed the carpet, obviously the upstairs. There's also carpet in the dining room. So in the dining room, we put down. There was carpet in there? Yeah. Can you believe That's that carpet? A choice. And a ceiling fan <laughs> in the dining room. Hmm. Yeah. It okay. bit, yeah. All right. I don't know. Uh, but we, I found this tutorial for, it's like faux painted hardwoods. So painted mm -hmm. hardwoods are like nice. I they're I think they're a specific choice, but I like the look of them. And this tutorial was like ripping plywood into what looks like hardwood floors and then you paint mm -hmm. it. And I was like, we're not gonna be doing floor remodel down here for a few years. So like this is a good temporary phase one choice. And I love it. We painted them black, they look great. Yeah. Actually, that was an interesting one because by the time he got the floors down, they looked really good with like just the wood. So I was like, maybe I should reevaluate my choice and like stain them instead of painting them because the wood actually looks really good. And I stained them gray first. And I think I remember that. It was like I did it for a party or something we were having. I was like, I needed, I need to get these finished. And I, thought about it and I thought about it and I was like, I really just don't like the gray. And so I ended up going back and painting them black and I'm really happy I did that. So yeah, that's one of my tips. If you don't like it, just change it. Don't live with it. Yeah. Especially when it's something so easy, like painting mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. And upstairs we did engineered hardwoods. I took down in our living room, we had paneling on like the bottom half of the wall. So we took that out and I did the drywall in there, which it's not perfect, but I think I did a pretty good job. Yeah. Okay, so we did those dining room floors. We did engineering, engineered hardwoods upstairs. We did the walls in the living room. I painted every single room in the house pretty much. Mm -hmm. We took the cabinet doors off of the kitchen cabinets and removed like one of the accent pieces that was on there that was kind of ugly and sanded those down oh, and painted I remember them. That. Yeah. Uh -huh. Which those aren't perfect, but we'll get to it. Later at some point. Um, we yeah, y'all are going to do like a full kitchen reno at some point. 100%. Right? Yeah. Okay. We're hoping to relocate the half bath down there and then take out the wall that's between the kitchen and the dining room. Like oh, put in a header and open that up. So oh, that'll wow. be, that'll be a big one. 
That'll be huge. Yeah, yeah. that'll look great, though. I love thinking It'll about open it. It's that like up so much. One of my favorite. Yeah, because the biggest problem in our house, in my opinion, is that when you walk in the side door, which is where everybody comes in, you like pretty much walk straight into a wall, and there's barely a walkway between our refrigerator and our like pantry door, and I hate it. So, and yeah. that this will fix that logistical issue. Mm-hmm. I am planning on doing a round island in there, which I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't think I've seen a round island before. Yeah, it's definitely like a choice, you know. But because of the way our house is set up, when we do open up between the dining room and the kitchen, the breakfast room is like right there. So it will be mm-hmm. like it. It would be like three rectangular eating spaces in one area. Yeah. Which I feel like is could look weird if you did it the wrong way. Um, so I want to do the round Island and I think that I want, I think I'm not a hundred percent sold on this, but I think I want it to just be a standing Island where there's no like seats. So that will maximize storage, I think. And then I want to do a square dining room table. So two people on each side. Okay. And then we'll have the breakfast room. Uh, so then you'll have two spots to sit that's right near the kitchen, but the Island will just be like a place to hang out and you know, stand. Stand around and mingle. Right. Oh my gosh. When do you think you guys will do that? I have no idea to be totally honest. Um, It's going to be such a big project because it's not like we're just pulling out the cabinets or we're just doing the island. It's like we got to do the floors when we do that Mm -hmm. because down there, most of it is hardwoods. We have the dining room, which is the plywood project we did. And then the laundry room, entryway and kitchen are tile. So whenever we do the kitchen, we have to be prepared to do all of the floors down there, which means that we're basically not going to be able to be in the house for at least a little while. I feel like maybe you should just go live with like Chris and Julia. I mean, if they would like to host us, I would not be mad. I will pitch in around the house on whatever they would like me to do. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll try to make that happen. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So from all these home renovation projects like what do you feel like you've learned the most oh boy actually i know exactly what i've learned the most and this is my advice i'm pretty sure i've said it to you and i feel like it's what i want to tell everybody who's like even remotely interested in home renovation it's Mm -hmm. not as hard as you think look up a youtube video and see how comfortable you feel doing something and yeah start slow like do a project that you can like build your confidence with but it's really not as hard as you think it's going to be especially if you learn you know, slowly over time. I think that's great advice. I don't know if I fully believe you, but I think it's great advice. It's really not that bad. <laughs> like, try changing a light fixture or like an outlet or painting a room. Like, there, yeah, it's not that complicated. Totally yeah, and, and it there makes are a big difference. A YouTube videos. Yeah, seriously. I mean, my family makes so much fun of Sebastian because whenever he's not sure about anything, he pulls up a YouTube video to figure it out. That's not an exaggeration. He didn't know how to kneeboard, and he was like, let me just watch a quick YouTube video. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know who Sebastian is, that is Bracey's husband, Seb. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't think I've ever heard you call him by his full name. My mom calls him Sebastian, so sometimes when I'm, like, thinking about okay. it in that sure. scenario, you know. When he's in trouble with your parents, it comes out? I don't know. She just always calls him <laughs> by his full name. Okay, awesome. I think that's good advice, though. Because I do think it feels overwhelming. 
if you don't have any experience um, and you watch these like TV shows or follow social media accounts or whatever, it, it just feels like so much work. Yeah, I get that. And I think that it's one thing if you know what you want and you can like pursue it, you know, like I said, slowly over time. Mm -hmm. I think it's also kind of complicated for people who are maybe not sure exactly what they want it to look like. Like if you don't have a vision, I think it's harder to execute on. So yeah, that's a good point. Okay, well, let's talk about all of our favorite TV and social media home renovation accounts. Who do you love to follow and watch? There honestly are only like two social media accounts that are like doing home renovations currently that I follow. And I really will check them pretty much every day. And sometimes that's the only thing I look at. Like I don't do any scrolling at all. I just like get on their accounts and check and see like what progress they've made. And then I get off and I don't think about it the rest of the day. Interesting. Um, So that's Chris Loves Julia, which we both love and we've been talking about them I feel like we talk about them like they're people in our lives. Like, oh, did you see what Julia said about X, Y, and Z? I said they're not creepy. It's totally true. It's totally true. Um, And the other one is Arrows and Bow. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't follow her anymore, but uh, I did for a brief time when they bought the ranch in, what is Mm -hmm. it, Northern California? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are they still living there? there. They're not. They are renting it out as an Airbnb. They bought an inn in Anna Maria, Florida, I think. Interesting. And so they're renovating the inn. And then they just bought a house somewhere near there. But she said – they haven't revealed anything about the house, but she said they aren't going to need to do renovations on it really. Huh. That's really interesting. I find them fascinating. They've made so many like very different choices in how they live. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then, well, tell me about your social media first, and then we can go to TV. Okay. Uh, Obviously, Crystal Julia is my fave. Um, I really love Jenny Comenda. She doesn't do as many stories anymore, but her blog has, like, so much good stuff. She's actually the one who I found the tutorial for the painted hardwoods from her. Oh, nice. Also, I just really appreciate people who – And this might just be me, but I really appreciate people who come up with their own ideas instead of seeing like, oh, I saw this account do this and I'm just going to do the exact same thing. Like I appreciate people who have like original ideas and can execute on them. I think it's a real skill. Mm -hmm. Um, She's definitely one of those people. Mm -hmm. I feel like I follow a couple more, but not really that many. I used to follow a bunch. What makes you unfollow somebody like home renovation wise? I think that this is this kind of applies to any account, but it's like there's a point at which your stories are overloaded by things that I don't want to watch more than the things that I do want to watch. And at that point, I'm like, this is not enough value for like my eyeball time. So, okay. um, but like I remember I followed Angela Rose home for a while and Mm -hmm. She is really good at execution and, like, is a great account to follow, I think, if you're trying to gain confidence and, like, doing things yourself because she does pretty much everything herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's one of those people that I feel like she just pulls projects from other places and, like, that's not interesting to me. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I used to follow a lot of home accounts and I feel like I've scaled it back a little bit. I want to be invested in your projects and I want to be invested in like your family and your other content too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Crystal Julia is just like the pinnacle of that. Yeah. 
It's pretty great. Yeah. Okay, what about TV shows? Okay, so I don't have cable here, but we have it at the lake. And obviously, HGTV is like the best. But I feel like the only couple on HGTV right now that I really love is Aaron and Ben Napier from Hometown. Okay. I haven't actually... I don't know that I've ever watched Hometown, but I know who you're talking about. They're great. And I know people love it. Yeah, I don't have cable either, but I used to watch HGTV all the time. Um, And obviously, like a lot of the world, I loved Chip and Joanna. What was the name of their show, though? Why am I blanking Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. Yes. So, yeah, I loved that. And I was really bummed when they went off the air, but, you know. But they're starting their own channel, so she's going to have a cooking show. I actually heard her speak at a conference, and to be totally honest, I I liked watching their show, but her style is, like, not at all mine. Like, not even close. Yeah. So, it's it's interesting for me to watch those types of TV shows. But I was very impressed to hear her speak because they're just really incredible business people. Like, they mm-hmm. have done such a good job with the way that they have grown and expanded their business. I'm just in awe. I think it's great. And yeah, so they're starting this new channel. I think she's doing more of the like gardening, cooking content that she's really interested in. And yeah, and they're making banks. So good for them. Yeah. Also, I don't remember if it's on the same channel or something, but Jean Stouffer design, who I also love on, Mm -hmm. uh, on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's going to be a part of that in some way. And is actually, which I know you know, is helping uh, Chris and Julia with their kitchen. Yeah, I was actually very surprised at that. I mean, I'm sure that like as, you know, people in that industry, it's fun to like collaborate on things like that. But I was like, mm-hmm. I know Julia could have designed this kitchen by herself. So it's just interesting to see her like actually work with somebody else on it. Yeah, totally. I wonder... If they had intended to, like, all along, because they were going to do that kitchen in their old house, right? Or, like, some some version of it. Yeah, well, um, the Stouffer Design team is just – I don't know if it's new or if they're just coming out with new colors or something, but they have a cabinet line. So, I figured that they were, like, collaborating specifically so that, like, mm-hmm. they use that line in the kitchen. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. okay. There's a, I mean, you got to think about, there's a lot of behind the scenes on things like this. Yeah, totally. What about you? What kind of TV shows do you really like to watch? I feel like, honestly, other than Fixer Upper, I don't really watch them anymore. Like, I used to love Property Brothers, though. And what's the show where they will, like, transform the house in an hour? I mean, it's not literally an hour, oh, but I know Extreme Home Makeover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to watch that when I was little. And... The one, I think it's called like Good Bones. Good Bones is pretty good, yeah. I, yeah, some of their renovations, I'm like, this is really cool, but I find them to be a little bit annoying. I think that a lot of those shows are so cheesy that it's hard for me to watch them. Yeah. Like the My Lottery Dream Home, I'm like, I can't even, I can't. Right. Uh, (laughs) I just can't. I mean, even the Property Brothers, like, I really like them. I like them as personalities, but their houses, Mm -hmm. the houses they do, they're so generic. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not interested in this, really. I think I liked it more when I, like, years ago, and then it started to become like, oh, I feel like this is, like, kind of the same house that you do every episode. Yeah, it's like grays and whites and blues. (laughs) 
you know? Yeah. Totally. That's another interesting thing, though, is like, I don't know how you feel about your personal style, like in contrast to what you see in the media. But for me, I never see anything that's like very, very me represented in the media. So everything I'm watching is like, oh, I might like one element of this, but it's not like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, I would love to have that room. Yeah, I agree. I think or there's like a lot of things that I'm like, wow, that is so pretty and so cool and it looks great and all that but i'm like oh i wouldn't choose any of that or like Mm -hmm. it looks so good together they did such a good job but i wouldn't want it yeah or i would be like oh i like that paint color or yeah there's not a lot of things on like the accounts that i follow they're pieces for sure Mm -hmm. of and i think that's why i follow them because i'm like or in part it's like oh there's things that i like um furniture or paint colors or just general design choices. Yeah. But yeah, there aren't a lot of things that I would like, oh, I would just want to like take that whole room, like just give me that whole thing. I I feel like the only thing that I can think of that would be for me even close to that is anthropology's Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Their home stuff is really cute. And I feel like their style shoots are really good. And I'm like, okay, you can just take that whole, you know, image and I'll take, I'll take everything. Yeah. Anthropology, everything. So beautiful. How much of Julia's style would you say that you would borrow from? I would say maybe like 30%. Okay. That's pretty high, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I like a lot of her rug choices. I like a lot of their furniture. Okay. And their house that they had in Idaho, like the outside of it was stunning. It was beautiful. She did a great job with that. Yeah. But I think some of her, like, super bright wallpapers and then with like like the girls rooms Mm -hmm. that she did in the idaho house like i thought they looked awesome but i wasn't i was like "Eh." and maybe that's because i don't have kids like maybe that's i would feel differently if i did maybe but i mean she chose some bold stuff for those rooms yeah what about you what percent do you think oh gosh very low um three (laughs) yeah there was like maybe a couple of pieces of furniture of hers that i like I did really like the color scheme that she did for the exterior. And I think that's something Mm -hmm. that I will for sure borrow from when we do our house. I already kind of knew that I was going to go dark gray and black. So it's just kind of the details that I was paying attention to for that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I just like to see her process. She's, you know, she's designing things that would be totally not suitable for my lifestyle. But it's just really fun to watch her process and their family and things like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I really want that little, like, faux fur chair that one of the girls has. Oh, that is cute. That is so cute. Also, it was, like, <laughs> extremely expensive when I looked up the price for it. I know. Um, That's the thing, too, is I'm like, I could literally not afford anything yeah. that you buy for your house. Like, it's insane. Okay, well, I want to talk to you about what home styles you like, but I first want to tell the story about how when we were driving around this weekend – you were talking about some house that you liked that you had looked up how much it cost and it was like $1.5 million. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then we were driving down the street later that day or maybe the next day and I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, I love that house. And you were like, that's the house I was telling That's-. you about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really loved that moment. That was great. <laughs> it just means that we have in this like similar taste in exteriors. Yeah. I, yeah, I was really excited that that was like the one standout on the street that you were like, oh, I love that house. I was like, that's the one that I was like searching on Zillow trying to find it. I didn't love the interior as much Agreed. when I was looking at the yeah. pictures. Um, it was kind of boring. 
It like was. the outside of the house looks so like cute and modern, but like not too modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the inside was just a little underwhelming. Yeah, especially and I was like, well, it doesn't have furniture in it, so that's could be part of it. Sure. But the kitchen, I didn't like the backsplash very much. Yeah. And it was like a lot of it just was like everything was like white or beige. Mm-hmm. I mean, I Which, think that's a thing right now. We're coming out of that like all white or all neutral everything and we're heading mm-hmm. into like, okay, like we want warm gem tones and like more like greens and mauve mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, You're honestly, I'm here for the color. I feel like I'm not a huge fan of the colors that are like happening right now. Okay. Like I I really liked Julia's music room in the old house. The color of mm-hmm. it was like a burgundy lighter lighter than burgundy, a little more pink. But yeah. um I wouldn't do it in my house, you know. Yeah. Your house is very bold and bright. Yeah, I feel like it's I was actually talking to somebody the other day and I feel like I have a specific color palette that I love for our house. And then you would think that my color palette would be the same for my wardrobe, but it's not. Pretty different, actually. I feel like my wardrobe's very neutral. And our house color palette is like light blue, teal, red, some pinks, maybe. And like... Mm -hmm. If you can sneak them in. Yeah. And then black and white, obviously. I have a lot of black and white in our house. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, what would you say are like your favorite home styles? Also, what would you call that one that we passed? I don't know. I really like don't. modern cottage? I feel like it was more modern than cottage, though, because it was basically like a brick house that had some like interesting lines on the front that they had painted yeah. white with black windows. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of a lot of the new construction in our area is like tending towards that style, which I think is great. And I do think mm-hmm. that our house now will end up looking more like that. Um, I would say that I don't necessarily have a favorite style, except for maybe like a mid-century ranch. Like I love a yeah. mid-century moment. <laughs> yeah, same. Anything else that I- you like? I definitely like, like, full-on modern houses. Okay. Like, when I am searching on Zillow for funsy, Mm -hmm. the ones that I always want to look out, look at, even if they're, like, way outside of my price range, I'm just, yeah, I'm super interested. There was actually one that I found, like, sometime last year. It was, like, a $1.7 million house. I was like, would all my friends move here and we could, like, somehow buy this house together if we had – had an indoor hot tub that was like in the ground. Wow. Fancy. It was so cool. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. It was okay, awesome. Great. And then I really like kind of like cottages, like with a lot of stone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of into that as well. I like a blend though. I, I feel like my style exterior wise and interior wise is like blends of things. I feel like that modern traditional is like really going to be a thing in the next few years. So that's perfect for you. That is perfect. Yeah. I do also love the modern exteriors. I just feel like whenever I see those pictures anywhere, it's like the interior photos are, I think, styled to like match the exterior, which is very clean lines, minimal. And like that to Mm -hmm. me doesn't look like a home. looks like a staged house and I wouldn't want to live yeah. there. So I, f- I feel like I don't connect to the interior. Yeah, I could see that. 
I want a house to be cozy. Like that is important to me. Yeah. I feel like that's one of your top things. 100%. Cozy living. Mm-hmm. I'm really big, especially on, well, anything we do ourselves, I'm really big on form and function. I don't feel like you ever have to sacrifice one over the other. You shouldn't have to just do something because it's going to work properly if it's not cute. And I also don't really want to put in something that's cute but doesn't actually work properly. So, like, when we did the renovation in the townhouse, I wanted to build in a vanity. We couldn't find a vanity that was the right size for the half bath. So I was like, oh, we'll just build something. And I was like, let's build it such that we can put a litter box underneath so the cat can get in and out of it without having to open the doors, like leave the doors open. So we like Mm -hmm. created a hole that you, she could get in underneath the vanity so she could get in and out. And it like kept our cat litter hidden behind closed doors, which was great. It was genius. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I feel like if you are going to spend money on something that's just pretty, like it needs to just be decor. Like yeah. it needs to be the knickknacks that are that make up the house, but spending a bunch of money on something that is not functioning and doing um making your house like a better place to be and making it run better and smoother and all that, it's like it's not worth it. Yep. For sure. It's too much money. Yeah. Out of all your renovations and your background knowledge about all this stuff, like what's something that you feel like is a pretty easy thing to do that makes like a big difference, makes a big impact? Okay. Well, I'm going to answer this in two ways because I feel like renters are different than if you own the house. So mm-hmm. yeah, for rentals, I would say that either swapping out hardware on cabinets, that makes a big difference and is cheap and easy to do yourself or changing light fixtures. Like you can reserve what was there originally and swap swap out for something that you really like a lot better. And I think those both of those things make a big difference and easily change the space into something that suits your vibe more than a lot of the mm-hmm. stock options that they come with. For somebody who owns their space... I would say start with paint, obviously, because like, sure, of course, if the that's walls the are not the right color, that's like so easy to fix. And and it's pretty inexpensive. Yeah. And then have a paint party. Yeah. And, and bring your friends and family over, get some pizza. And watch your friends and step in paint. Time. And, and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, let uh, chaos ensue just a little bit. It's really fun. It's Honestly, it, it is really fun. I've done that twice. And mm-hmm. it's not only I've fun. I've attended both. Yeah. It's not only fun, but you also get so much done in one sitting. And, like, people mm-hmm. are always pretty willing to help, which is so nice. And Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. So painting is a big one. I would also encourage people, if there are things in your house that you really hate, like tackle those first and think outside the box on how to how to tackle them. So can you paint it? Can you apply something to it to make it prettier, like contact paper, wallpaper, things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's a lot of temporary or like phase one options for people that they never think about, oh, let me just do this and leave it for six months or a year. Yeah. Instead of just like, oh, I'll just wait and, you know, five years down the line, we can hopefully fix this kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I would say just like chip away at it and think outside the box because changing little things over time makes so much more of a difference. And 
instead of sitting in something that you hate until you can fix it forever. Yeah, that's great advice. I love that. Um, I would like to ask you, what is one renovation that you would love to do? Like, I know that's not really on your radar right now, but like, Mm -hmm. what's something that you would really love to do in the future? I think I would love to do a bathroom. Okay. That's a good answer. I mean, it is absolutely no secret to any of our friends or family or the world that I love to take a bath. So I feel like the the bathroom with the nice tub is like my happy place. I think it would be really fun to do something really cool in there. How long would it take you to actually pick a bathtub, a specific bathtub to put in the bathroom? <laughs> well, my initial thought that came to me was not long. And really? then I was like, well... <laughs> I mean, maybe you wouldn't know exactly what you want. Maybe that's one place you wouldn't be indecisive. I think I would have to sit in a lot of bathtubs because sometimes pretty bathtubs are like ones that I would like the appearance of when you actually get in them are not that comfortable. Mm-hmm. Which, But that would be such a fun shopping trip for me. I would enjoy that immensely. Yeah. Sounds great. I'd be like, you guys, can you just like leave me here for an hour? I really have the to think water this over. <laughs> <laughs> I need to like sit and read for a minute and see how I'm feeling. But yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah, sounds great. All right. Well, we would love to hear your renovation stories and hopes and dreams around renovations. Or if there's any accounts or TV shows that we are not watching that are so great, let us know. You can email us at likeheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at likeheartedpod. Talk to you in two weeks. Bye.